Whether you're an inexperienced advisor looking for your first role in financial services or you're an experienced advisor looking to move from employed to self-employed, this week's podcast is all about what you should look for in your new firm. Welcome to the Mortgage Broker Broadcast with me, Craig Skelton. Join me every week while I'll be developing your knowledge to help you build a successful mortgage broker business. So following on from last week's podcast with Jonathan Needham, where Jonathan and I talked about what recruiters look for in uh, potential advisors and new advisors in financial services, I want to flip that on the head a little bit this week and talk about what new advisors should be looking for in their new firm. So like I said, whether you're an inexperienced advisor looking for your first role in mortgage services or financial services, or whether you're an experienced advisor looking to move from employed to self-employed, it's all about finding the right home for you and the right firm that you fit in with. So the idea, like I said, this podcast is to look at what you should be looking for when you're looking for your new home. So we're not, what we're not going to cover is where to find the mortgage services job or where to find your new mortgage broker job. This is not about helping you find that interview. We're talking here about what you should be looking for when you have got that interview. So when you've got that first interview, when you've got, got that first informal chat, that first discussion, that first meeting, what you should look out for. And one big thing that stuck out with me, uh, which I always look at, when I'm looking to recruit, so like I said, flipping this on the other side, is that Jonathan and I talked about this last week, where you go with your gut feeling. So as recruiters, you know when you first meet somebody, within the first few minutes, your gut feeling, whether that's going to work or not, or whether it's a suitable candidate for you and your firm, flip that over, and you should be having that same feeling. If you're looking to move firms or looking for your first role, you should have that gut feeling as well and trust that gut feeling when you meet the person who's representing that firm or the owner of that firm or the network. You should have that gut feeling of thinking, does this fit right with me? Do I get on with the person? Am I gaining that trust and building that rapport with them? So one thing like that Jonathan and I agreed on, and we did agree on quite a few things really, was that trust your gut. So when you're sat there with your potential employer or your potential new firm, your new principal of the firm you're looking to work with, look at from a point of view of honesty. So one thing that you need to be working in is an honest environment. So that is something that's key for me. Uh, It's a core value of something that I look for is that is the honesty there from that individual? Do you build up trust with them? So have you got a trust and rapport and really believe what they're talking to you about believe about the like i said the culture of the firm and look at the core values of the firm ask them about the core values of the business does that match your core values because one thing you've got to remember with this is that you want to really get it right first time so if you're looking for that new role that new firm you really want to be choosy and make sure that it's a fit for you long-term. Don't look for quick wins. Everything in financial services, everything in mortgage services, there's no quick wins about this. So this is a long-term thing you're going to do. So make sure you get it right from the start. So like I say, just think about the core values. And if the firm hasn't got any core values, then and you do, then you've got to look at that and think, actually, 
would I fit within this environment? Would I fit within this firm? And like I say, be true to yourself. One thing that does frustrate me, and I hear this a lot and I do see this a lot, where the role of mortgage advising is sold. So I'm a potential recruiter and I've got a suitable candidate in front of me and I'm selling the role. I'm telling you all the reasons why you should be doing this. I'm telling you all the reasons why you should be joining the firm. I'm selling the income. I'm selling the job. I'm selling what you're going to do. That's a really big no for me. And Jonathan also talked about that last week, that neither sorry, neither one of us sell the role. And to be honest with you, we go the total opposite way of try and put people off. We do really sort of labour a lot about the role and the hard work and effort that you put into it. So if you have got somebody that you sat there and there's a potential recruiter that you're talking to in a potential firm and they're selling it, then just be mindful about that because whenever somebody's selling something, it always benefits them. So I sort of said 90% of the time, Jonathan said 110% of the time. So just be mindful of that, that if you sat there for the first time meeting up this potential recruiter, firm, employer, whatever you want to call it, and they're really sort of going to town on the sales pitch, then just question about that because it's not something that I believe works and I don't believe that the role should never, ever be sold because it's down to you to make your opinions. Or you need to understand what your options are. You need to understand about that firm, the way they work, the culture, the core values, and you can make that decision based on those options. And what you don't want is the role sold to you. So just have a think about that. And if they are selling the earnings, you can earn six figures, you're going to be doing this, it's an easy life. The sort of simple steps to becoming a mortgage broker there are no simple steps in mortgage broking. You speak to 99% of the mortgage broker population, there are no simple steps. It's hard graft from the start. It's high investment from the start. Yes, it will become easier. Jonathan said 12 months in, I'd probably say two years in, so i go a little bit more OTT on that. But you are going to find that it's going to be high investment from the start. You're not going to earn the money from day one that you will earn day 5,000. It's You are starting the business and starting your journey from the start. So you've got to get it off the ground. You're not going to generate the income from day one. You will eventually, with the hard work, dedication, persistence, drive, whatever you want to call it, you will generate that income. But like I said, you've got to look at the high investment from the start. Going back to my comments before about it's a long term, You've got, to, you've got to be aware that this is a long-term career change that you're doing. So if you get into mortgage services for the first time or whether you're going from employed to self-employed, this is a long-term career path that you're choosing to do. There are no quick books. There are no quick wins. You're looking to do this long-term. You're looking to build up long-term client relationships, business development. These are all long-term things that you've got to have the patience for. And if you haven't got the patience and the persistence, I'd be questioning whether it's something you should be doing. So like I said, one thing you've got to be aware of is like from day one, you're not going to be generating the income that you would later on in, in your career. And that's something you need to be aware of because when I'm looking to recruit, I always give the same spiel to every single candidate with regards to income because I want to make sure that I've made that potential candidate fully aware of what the income looks like for the first six months. So... One thing I talk about is 
sit down, look at what you need to earn in a month just to wipe your face, just to pay the bills, not to live, but just to get by. So think about what you need to generate each month. Times that by six, so that gives you a six months worth of income, what you would need. And if you've got that in savings, if you've got that investment behind you, then fine. Going self-employed mortgage broken is what I would be telling you to do. However, what you need to be doing is making sure you've got that investment behind you or that savings behind you. Because if you haven't, you'd be chasing the pounds will come. Absolutely. You that there is no doubt about that. But you will not earn that from day one. And if you're chasing the pound from day one, service will go out the window because you'll be chasing the pound. And this industry and this business is all about the service. Absolutely 100%. If you worry about the service, look after the service, the pounds will look after themselves. So like I say, with regards to that, sit down with yourself, sit down with your partner. If you're looking to go self-employed, think about your income, what you need behind you. What does the first six months look like? Because I'm going worst case scenario there, you will generate income sooner than that. <laughs> Absolutely, you will. But if you go worst case scenario, which I always look at going worst case scenario, if you go worst case scenario and you know you've got six months of income behind you to, or six months of savings to make sure you can just pay your mortgage and pay your bills, you'll focus on the service, you'll focus on your learning, you'll focus on your development, you won't focus on the pound. And if you're focusing all those things rather than the pound, you will build a long-term career in mortgage advising. So like I say, it is a long-term thing you're going to look at doing. And the last thing with it really is look at the culture of the firm, look at the setup. You will get an idea about the culture of the firm when you're talking to the recruiter who's who's the representative of the firm or you're talking to the business owner who, again, is the representative of the firm. What is the culture like? One of the things I look at is talk to some of the advisors. If you're looking to join a firm, who better to talk to than the advisors who are actually in the firm doing the job? So talk to those people as well. So even if you're looking at going on your own and joining a network, talk, try and talk to people that are part of the network to get first-hand experience and first-hand opinions of what the firms like look like or the network look like. So, so yeah, it's, it is always about the, the culture as well. So just to really recap with regards to what you should look for when you're looking at your, your first role or moving firms within financial services, within mortgage services. So first thing is trust your gut. Your gut feeling is your gut feeling. I use it that other recruiters in financial services use that. You should be using that on the other side of the fence if you're looking to join a firm. So trust your gut. Look at the core values of the firm. Is there real... Are they true core values? Do they match your core values as well? Because if they do, then that's great. You're on a better journey. You're going to be in a better fit for you and the way you work within that firm. So like I say, just make sure you've got, understand what the core values are and making sure they fit with yours. Is there honesty within that? So making sure there is honesty and trust within the business as well. So when you're sat there with that recruiter, do you get honest opinions from them? Are they honest with talking to you about the setup and the culture and all those different things? And do you feel like you can trust them? Like I say, for me, 
The big thing is, trust your gut. It very rarely lets you down. Thank you for listening to the Mortgage Broker Broadcast. Join me every week where I'll be developing your knowledge to help you build a successful mortgage broker business. Are you an experienced mortgage advisor who is looking to go alone and set up your own firm? Is owning your own brand and business important to you? Do you keep putting off the decision because you just don't know where to start? Let me explain the My Brand My Way program. This is aimed at experienced advisors who are looking to go alone and set up their own brand and business. So what does the My Brand My Way program offer? First of all, you still receive the rates you would as if you went direct to a network. And these also improve as you grow. You pay a monthly fee, which includes your compliance, indemnity, CRM, and all your licenses. You would still own your own brand, your own clients, and your own business. And you're still creating your own legacy. The difference is you get my help, support, and coaching in not only setting up your business and brand, I will also help you grow. If that is something of interest to you, please get in touch and so we can arrange an informal discussion.